Guess what time it is? Friday Jams! Well, hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Rock Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Boker, a serial entrepreneur on a mission to help you. This show is designed to teach you, to inspire you, to motivate you, to take massive action and build a future-proof business. So whether you're just starting out or taking your existing business to the next level, this is your home. Now, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's rock your brand. What's up, everyone? Welcome to this Friday Jam Session. Super excited you're here. And if you haven't heard me say it before, I'm going to say it right now. This is probably one of the highlights of my week because I get to hang out with some cool people every single Friday and answer some really awesome questions. Now, you might be asking, Scott, how do I get my question answered? Well, all you need to do is become part of our Take Action crew. How do you do that? Very easy. Head on over to TakeActionCrew.com. It's totally free, and we do it every single Friday, and it is a blast. So what you're about to listen to is one that we did last week. So this way here, even if you can't attend, you can always show up here to the Rock Your Brand podcast and listen to our live jam session. All right, guys, so sit back, relax, and let's jam. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Friday Jam Session and another episode of the Rock Your Brand podcast. I am fired up because, well, we are going to be talking about something that I get asked quite a bit because, well, it's exciting to build more than one business or more than one niche property in this case. And so the question is always, Scott, should I start more than one of these niche properties. And when I do, how do you manage all of them? Like what's what's the things that I need to be aware of when I decide to build out a, a second one, a third one, a fifth one? Like what does that look like? And is it a good idea to do that? Because let's face it, when you're thinking about this, you're like, well, it's kind of like real estate, like I've said before. And if I build one of these out and it's generating $1,000 a month on passive you know, revenue coming in. Well, wouldn't I want to just do three of them? You could, but you also could get burnout and then it could make it where you don't want to do the other ones and then you start slipping and then you've started something that you don't fully complete and then that's not good. So what I want to do here today is really share with you what it looks like to manage multiple niche properties, all right? because I'm doing that right now. And then I'm going to share with you what you should consider before you do this. All right. I think it's really, really important that we cover this because like I said, it's exciting. Even if you were just buying a piece of rental property, you're like, wow, that's awesome. I just bought a rental property. It's uh, netting $500 a month and the house is being paid for. Man, this is awesome. But in order to make $3,000 a month, I got to buy multiple units and then that becomes a headache and a lot more money invested and all of those things. Same thing kind of applies to a niche property, although you don't have all the upfront costs. It's more of bandwidth, like how much can you handle and then what are all the moving pieces that you have to consider. So that's what we're going to be covering. Now, before I do, I did want to remind you that if you have not yet grabbed your copy of the six-figure website method book, I would encourage you to do so. For under $5, you're going to get the entire 
blueprint, the playbook right here. And if you're not watching this, you're listening. I'm holding it up right now. It's a bound copy that I had printed. Now it's a digital copy. So you'll get immediate access to it. But for under five bucks, you'll get that and you'll get access to three niche property case studies. And you'll also get the audio version and another bonus video walking through the blueprint. So again, if you want a copy of that, head on over to the sixfigurewebsite.com and that is the number six. So the sixfigurewebsite.com. Go there, you'll have all the details and you can get one of you can get the download. You can get one of these these copies. All right. Now again, it's not a physical copy. You can print it. I do recommend it, but you'll get the digital version and you'll get it immediately. All right. So go check that out. And all of what I'm about to share with you will, uh, will make sense. Okay. So let's kind of dig in here. All right. I've got some notes cause I wanted to be prepared here for this episode. And really this is what I'm calling the secret to managing multiple niche properties. And I, I use the word secret, but we all, you know, kind of look at things like, well, what's the secret? How does it happen? Uh, these are just things that you're going to need to know. If you've never done it, then yes, they are secrets. You've never heard of them before, or you've never thought of them before. So uh, that's why I threw that in there, the secret to managing multiple niche properties. All right. So little warning here. If you have not yet built one of these and it's up and running, fully functioning, meaning you have not yet built the website, but you've picked the niche you, uh, you have not written any content yet or had any written. You haven't hired any writers. You haven't published. If you haven't done any of that stuff yet, then I would say, don't do this yet. All right. I would give you that warning and say, don't do multiple sites at once. It's, I shared this example uh, on another episode and I think I shared it on a coffee talk. If you were building, if you found land and you've never built a house, and you're like, I want to build five houses, but you've never built a house before, you want to build one to make sure that you've gotten all the kinks worked out, you've figured all of the different nuances out, and then you can apply what you've learned from the first one and make the second one better, the third one, the fourth one, the fifth one, and so on. You get where I'm going. We don't want to build five houses if we haven't yet figured out how to build the foundation and uh, we don't want to run into problems later. So I always tell people, get the, get the process down. Learn the process by building one. And then, yes, we can replicate that. We can learn from it. And then we can build multiple ones and build out a portfolio. Totally can do that, all right? But it is going to come down to also, like I said, bandwidth. So let's dig in, all right? I've got five areas I want to cover here, okay? Five areas. So the very first thing is you have to ask yourself this. After we've already established, well, you haven't done one of these yet, so no, do not do multiple ones at at first, you know, get one built, figure that part out, and then get that system in place. But let's assume that you already have done that. The question that you need to ask yourself is this, do you have the resources? Now, these could be resources as far as time. Do you have the time? And I'll get into all of the management stuff here in a second, but do you have the time that it's going to take? All right. Now, if you're writing all the content yourself, you got to say, okay, I'm writing two pieces of content on the one niche property. I'm going to want to write another two on another site. So that's four now. Do I have the bandwidth to do that? Okay. Can I do that without getting stressed out? Okay. Now, the other side of it is, well, okay, let's say you're not writing the content. Do you have the resources, the money, the investment to hire writers? Okay. If the answer is yes, then okay, we can move on. All right, but if you're either lacking time to create the content, 
or if you're having it written and you don't have the resources to pay for it, then we got to stay with the one for right now. Okay. So that's like the very first thing that we need to figure out before we even go any further. All right. So let's move on and say that, yes, you have the bandwidth to either write more content or hire uh, writers to write the content for the, the, the second site. Let's just call it the second niche property. So the second thing that is going to be required here is we're going to need to do keyword research, not for one site, for two sites or three sites or four sites, right? So that's another thing, another task that has to be done. Now, like I said, if you've never done this before and you're going to do it for multiple sites, it's going to get a little crazy. So that's why I would say start with the one, figure out the keyword research process, your process, and then you can adapt that to the second one. All right. Now I do have currently right now, I just looked before we got on here because we have like seven sites and we have four of them that are actively being built. Yeah, there's four of them actively being built right now. Okay. The other two are kind of in that uh, seasoning stage, right? We, we had the idea. We wanted to go ahead and get a domain, a website, a URL. We wanted to get it seasoned and we wanted to throw some content on it. And I've talked about this before and then let it go. So that's like, that was like a short project. It might've been like a 30 day project. So we built the thing. It's kind of like we, we found the land and uh, we went ahead and we had the the land surveyed and it's ready. And then we built the foundation because we know how to build the foundation. And then we're just going to build the rest of it later. But this also allows it to get history. So there's other sites we have right now that we're kind of letting just, they're in that seasoning stage. Okay. Um, But we have four of them that we're actively building out. And I feel like four right now for us is the sweet spot. Like we're comfortable on building out those four consistently. Okay. Now, some of them were a little bit more aggressive than others, and I'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, But keyword research, once you have the process down, that's why I say you really need to make sure that you understand the process and that you've gotten good at keyword research because now I can personally sit down in an hour and I can knock out keyword research for all of the sites. And then all I'm doing is I'm adding keywords to a spreadsheet that I'm going to then assign later. Okay, so it's important, really, really important that you hone in on learning the skills and going through the process, finding the writers, if you're going to find writers, good ones, getting that in place, getting any kinks worked out before you go and try to do a whole bunch. Okay, but you are going to need to do regular keyword research. Okay, keeping the hopper filled. All right, because more sites equal more Keywords. That's what we have. That, that's the name of the game here is we have to find good low competition keywords and then write content and publish it. Like that's, that's the model. Okay. So that's number two. Number three is we need to create a content publishing schedule. So we need to have a schedule. When are the pieces of content going to be written and when are they going to be published? And you want that to be just like you would if you had a, you know, a business with employees. You're like, on Mondays we do this, on Wednesdays we do this, and on Fridays we do this. It's, you have to have that, you have to have that, uh, you know, that schedule, okay? So you need to establish that. What does the content schedule look like? What are you going to, what are you going to commit to? And then make sure that that's done on a regular basis. Now, will it not work if you don't do that? No, but it just gets messy, 
right? I like to know that I'm going to, I'm going to assign my writers. Okay. From keyword research I did a month ago. Okay. Cause I, I usually only do keyword research like once a month, once every three weeks, something like that. Cause I fill the hopper. I spend that hour, hour and a half and I fill the hopper Then I don't have to go back there for a while unless I, for some reason, I'm looking at my analytics or something and I see that there's a page that's been rising in the ranks and I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to dig into that one. Then I'll just go and jump into some keyword research and try to create a cluster around that. So that's just, you know, a little side note there. But if you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. To create that content, all I'm doing is on Mondays, I'm scheduling it out and then it's out of my hands and I literally don't have to touch anything, all right, because I've done it and I've set the system and I've created the process to be executed. And then the publishing schedule is, it needs to be published by Friday. I don't care if you publish it on Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday. I don't care. I just want everything that has been assigned to be written and published by Friday. Done. Okay. So that's your content publishing schedule. You need to make sure that you have that in place. All right. The fourth thing, and this comes a little bit later, but it is something that you're going to want to build in as you're managing these because it's going to help with growth. And that is you need to schedule these content audits. So after your content has been on the site for six months or older, then we can look at it and say, okay, is there something that is on page one, but at the very bottom that's been there? And can we bump that up by adding some more content to that piece? Or can we add internal links pointing to that page? Uh, Can we add more images to that page? Like what else can we do to optimize that one post? But that's an audit that needs to be done. And I generally like to do these 30, 60, 90 days, something like that. Now, again, you might only do it every 60 days. That's totally fine. I would much rather keep the schedule of new content being posted than looking at the old stuff. The old stuff, there is a lot of opportunity there, but staying consistent on publishing on a regular basis, I think is really, really important, okay? But there is a lot of times low-hanging fruit there on the older stuff, Actually, inside of our keyword goldmine, I did a whole content rank booster, uh, extra bonus training there. Um, so if you are part of that, you should go check that out because I, I show you how to analyze the older content and then when it's a good idea to modify it or to further optimize it, all right? So that's the fourth thing, okay, is the you need to schedule those content audits, all right? And then the fifth and final thing is really important, but really simple. I say simple. Sometimes it's hard because there's a lot of moving parts is staying consistent. Like literally like staying consistent. If you're going to be adding more niche properties to your portfolio, you will have more to manage. You will have more work to do. It will get more, uh, you know, uh, as far as frustrating at times, because you're going to have 
you know, questions or you're going to have like, well, the, why isn't this going up? Why is this dropping? Like there, you're always going to have that stuff happening. So when you do have that, it's going to add a little bit more. I guess the word I was looking for is confusing, right? It makes things a little bit more to manage. So it seems like it could be out of control at times. We don't want that feeling. So in order to make that not happen is we need to put everything else in place. Like I just said, we need to build those systems and that's for like keyword research, publishing, the content schedule, the, the content audit, all of those things and have those things in the calendar. That way there, it doesn't feel like that and you can stay consistent, okay? Staying consistent is to me, it's, it's the only thing that you can do, that you can control that will keep the niche property growing, all right? You have to stay consistent, all right? It'll also make you feel as though you're building more of your assets, okay? You're building your assets by you constantly, okay? And I say constantly, it's not a lot of work. Like three hours a week, we can do all of this. Once we have everything built, once we have everything set up, we can do this three hours a week. It's really all that you would need, okay? And then everything else is gonna kinda, you know, stay on track. But there's another little key piece here, and that is, you need the long-term mindset when doing this. And that doesn't, I mean, for one, two, five, doesn't really matter. You need to have the long-term mindset, meaning you're not going to start one of these and see results in four to six months. You might see a little bit of traffic starting to come and that's great, but you're not going to get to revenue for a little while, okay? It's the same thing. If you're starting a physical product brand and I've done that before and I've taught that before, what people don't realize is, yes, you're going to be able to, let's say that you source a product from China and it takes you three months to get it here, get it landed. That's three months. Then you get it in and then you have to launch it. And then you, you know, start to get a handful of sales. Yes, you're getting sales, but you still have all that inventory that's sitting there that's not paid for that you have to then reimburse for and then launch a new product. And so it's like, you don't really make money in three months, even though you've got a sale. Well, hopefully that makes sense. Same thing here is we don't have the opportunity to sell something immediate. Well, we do, if we want to do an affiliate uh, sale or something like that, or our own digital product, but we don't have a way to turn on monetization as if we were getting a sale. Although when you do get to that point, it's truly going to be revenue coming back into the business with very, very little cost. Yes, if you're hiring writers, you're going to spend on that. That's totally, you know, that's totally normal. Um, so just keep that in mind. Long-term mindset, big, right? And staying consistent, okay? So that's the fifth thing. So number one is, do you have the resources, time or money? Two, you're going to need to do regular keyword research. Are you gonna have, again, enough time to be able to do that or are you going to outsource that to someone else to do it keep it because you got to keep the hopper full or else you're not gonna be able to write content right which leads to the third thing is creating a content publishing schedule and staying consistent on that and then four is scheduling content audits once you have six months worth of content and then five staying consistent and having that long-term mindset okay and just really having patience all right so guys 
That is your Friday jam session. That is the secret to managing multiple niche properties. But again, a little warning, if you are just starting, if you have not yet fully built your site, if you have not been been posting consistent content on a regular basis, doing keyword research, any of that stuff, then I would would encourage you to, to wait. Okay, wait on doing the second, the third, and the fourth. All right, I mean, just to give you an example right now, on the four sites, we are on the one, again, now we change this out a little bit. On the one site, we're aggressively trying to grow that one uh, because that's our focus right now. So that one there, we're doing 10 uh, posts, uh, 10 articles per week, okay? Yes, per week. Um, the second one, we're doing four per week. The third one, we're doing three per week. The fourth one, we're doing three per week, okay? And the others, we're just letting sit, okay? It's a lot of content, okay? But we have a system in place. I spend literally less than three hours a week managing all of that. Um, but built one, learned it, built the second, learned a little more, built third, learned a little more, and I'm still learning, okay? So just always, always keep that in mind. All right, guys. So if you, again, if you're new, if you want help with this, if you have not yet grabbed a copy of the Six Figure Website Method book, I would encourage you to do that. Head on over to thesixfigurewebsite.com. Again, that's thesixfigurewebsite.com. And uh, you can grab a copy and you can get the case studies. You can get the bonuses that are included with the book. All right. So go grab a copy. All right, guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, take care, take action, have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now, let's get them. All right, well, I hope that you enjoyed that Friday jam session. And like I said in the beginning, if you want to attend one of our live Friday jam sessions, all you need to do is head on over to takeactioncrew.com. That is where we show up every Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern time, and you can join us. You can ask a question, and then uh, I can answer it, and we can go ahead and also publish it here on the podcast. So once again, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. This is always one of the highlights of my week, and until next time, remember, I'm here for you, I believe in you, and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now go rock your brand. Oh, and one last thing. If you can do me one small favor and leave me a review over on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast, and just let me know what is one thing that the podcast has helped you with since listening, whether you just started listening or if you're a longtime listener, like this one right here from Leanne. She says, content is invaluable, five stars. Host forever keeps my attention. The content is always extremely helpful. He's given me more of an education in the last year and a half that I've been listening than I would have gotten with a degree in entrepreneurship, if that's even a thing. Tons of incredible, useful information, tips and motivation. My favorite things are, one, he is not boring. He's engaging and motivating in a personal and professional way. Two, he doesn't dribble on about off topics. And three, the titles are on point. When I'm struggling with particular issues, I know that I can go to the podcast, search through the podcast, and find what I'm after. This is great because I certainly don't have time to go through a million episodes of different podcasts just hoping that I'll run across the topic I'm needing at that time. 
So I appreciate these so much. Your review will help inspire and motivate other people. And it will also allow us to reach more people inside of these platforms. So if you would do that, that would be amazing. And as always, remember, I'm rooting for you.